Welcome to another live edition of Blacklisted Radio. I'm your host, Doug Owen. I'm senior editor of BlacklistedNews.com. My website dedicated to the show is BlacklistedRadio.com. It's where we have the interactive chat room. Plenty of free accoutrements on the house if you'd like to be part of the show and support it. There's a lot of great things that you can do there as well. Of course, support the show. Give it likes on iTunes and uh, make comments on YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> Those things are supposed to be what gets virility these days. Um, over the target, under the radar is the moniker of the show for a good reason. <clears throat> and that is because we do it for the curtailed few thousand, maybe about 10,000 people that listen to the show. Uh, and it's a weekly summation of some of the takeaways from blacklistednews.com. And calls from you, 800-313-9443. You can also text the show, 512-222-3067. And uh, we do read some of those on air from time to time. Lots happening in 2019. Uh, synagogue shooting happened Saturday in California. We'll talk about that. Um, the UPS is eyeing a project with Big Pharma, for in-home vaccines, of course, vaccines have become a trending hot topic. Uh, many uh, states and senates and uh, legislatures are looking at laws to get rid of the personal exemptions, the religious exemptions. Um, so at some point, um, the government will have a monopoly on the, or some kind of legal footing although I don't think it's just. Thomas Jefferson warned us about uh, letting a government uh, control what kind of drugs, what kind of medicines people are taking, uh, creates uh, you know, just this monolithic system. Um, so it, it's something to think about. Donald Trump says, get your vaccines. Get the shots, people. Get them. Although he was a skeptic and very critical of vaccines um, from time to time, of course, you know, I I, I give him a, I guess a, a little bit of uh, leeway on that because it's not it's not a debate that you want to get into running into the 2020 election. Um, we're going to talk about a technocrat that is uh, making some headlines, a Andrew Yang. Uh, if you're not familiar, we'll talk about this mix of libertarian and Democrat uh, working both platforms, trying to, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a whimsical uh, race that he's running, but uh, bringing some interesting thoughts and uh, new policies uh, with him and uh, promoting those. So um, we're talking about um, there's this, you know, continued uh, we I, actually we didn't do a show last weekend, so I didn't really get to uh, distill and, and break down the uh, shootings uh, or the bombings rather uh, that that took place in Sri Lanka uh, against Christians, or as Hillary Clinton, Obama, and a lot of other people uh, note, Eastern worshippers. A lot of debate over that topic and the careful use of words. Um, you know, we've talked about political correctness and the controlling of words 
the controlling of speech, the controlling of language, making it impossible for people to communicate um, thoughts and uh, anything that's irreverent to uh, the, the current system. Um, so, you know, that's a slippery slope. It's like vaccines. It's like so many other things that the government and, um, you know, policymakers would like uh, to control from guns to your speech to the things that we can find funny, things that we can take for granted, that we should find are important. Um, so uh, there's that. I mean, there's just a ton of other things that just don't really make the headlines. BBC reports Donald Trump to withdraw U.S. from arms trade treaty. U.S. President Donald Trump has said he will withdraw the country from the I. ATT, the agreement signed by Barack Obama in 2013, aims to regulate the sale of weapons between countries. The NRA says the treaty amounts to international gun control and is a threat to America's Second Amendment right to bear arms. So, you know, these are things that were hot topics, you know, just a few years ago. And, um, you know, the, the arms trade treaties, another one of these acts that are, uh, uh, named <laughs> to make you believe that they are uh, necessary. You know, I, I think back to the Patriot Act. You know, this is this sounds like a way to stem international uh, illegal arms trades, uh, but it's really this um, guideline for uh, you know the, the the small arms shipment of weapons. Um, that no one was, uh, no country uh, or even state or non-state actors were really uh, paying attention to. The fact that this is on the NRA's radar and not so much uh, the fact that they're taking you know, gun rights away from people that are getting marijuana prescriptions or cannabis prescriptions uh, across the country. Um, you know, it's it, it's a huge, huge uh issue because of course as you have the proliferation of legal cannabis throughout the United States more and more people are going to look at it as um, a great medication a great alternative to the pharmaceutical empire <laughs> and um, you know there's plenty of statistics plenty of science research data points that uh, show that it is where it's legal the um, opioid crisis is not nearly as dire and that people are using that for pain medication, uh, pain treatment. There's, there's so many applications. I mean, I don't have to sit here and, uh, you know, bang the drum for uh, cannabis because I think it's a very, uh, probably one of, if not the most uh, diverse, useful uh, in all sorts of applications, hemp, from hemp to uh, you know the the creation or the extraction of CBD, it, it goes on and on and on. But when you get on the the radar, when you make a a little uh, agreement with the government that now you have some kind of impairment, you know, I mean, I, I would compare it to aspirin. Aspirin is a hell of a drug. Anybody can buy it. There's no age requirement. And if you take a, you know, you take twenty of them, you could die. I mean, there is literally death waiting to happen in a bottle of aspirin 
and it's sold over the counter. There's no registry. Um, so when it comes to the safety and efficacy or, you know, the, the self-treatment, it, it's fine. You self-treat your headache. You can go to the store and buy Tylenol, Advil, all sorts of pain relievers um, legally that are from huge multi-billion dollar corporations. But if you decide to, you know, go outside of that uh, system and resort to the, uh, you know, the, 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 the horrible, horrible, evil cannabis that not only are you criminal, but, um, you know, your gun rights could be taken away from you. So slippery slope, things that, you know, people aren't noticing as they, you know, race to, to, uh, uh, you know, enjoy something that I think should be, uh, not regulated, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a plant. I don't know. You know, all of these laws about, oh, well, we have to be able to, to, to have breathalyzers for marijuana if we make it legal. What does that change from right now when people could smoke it? And if it was such a huge national issue like DWI, like the, the opioid crisis, wouldn't we hear more about it? Wouldn't we be having, uh, you know, groups like Mothers Against Stoned Driving uh, or, or some other group, um, you know, bringing awareness, buying ad campaigns on the Super Bowl? It's just not happening. So um, there is that. So this interesting piece that I think is worth mentioning from the moon of Alabama. New York Times cartoons influenced San Diego synagogue shooter. Yesterday, John Ernest, a 19-year-old white supremacist, entered a synagogue in San Diego with an AR-15-style weapon inside the synagogue filled with Sabbath worshipers. He opened fire and killed one person and wounded three. He fled but later surrendered to police officers. Actually, um, there was an off-duty border patrol officer, I think it was, read this on Big League Politics, that uh, uh, intervened, and you know the the, the the paper of record, I'm sure, <clears throat> every other uh, mainstream media outlet does not want to to highlight that, because of course they they are um, all just pushing for you know open borders. Um, love without condition uh which is which is fine and dandy but uh the reality is what's uh happening on the streets in tucson arizona and other uh places where up to a thousand illegal immigrants some of which have family some of which have nothing are dumped into the streets pretty cruelly inhumanely i would add and it's created a huge crisis now that 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 seems to be a better alternative than to uh, putting these people that we, I, I mean, I don't know what the process is. <laughs> I doubt uh, whatever uh, you, you're hearing is actually happening on the border. Um, but unless you're talking to you know boots on the ground, you're talking to border patrol agents. But it's just a huge system. It 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 is a symptom of a much larger problem. And I, you know, everybody, uh, everybody's open to this idea. I guess because they think it's going to get them votes. I mean, that's the only reason I get that Democrats and and a lot of Republicans, people throughout all of our representatives on both sides, it's a nonpartisan issue for many. Um, lean towards this. It doesn't make any more sense than that, other than if you believe that this is part of a grander, broader scheme to destroy culture. 
to bring to America what is transforming in Europe, quite honestly, and that is a huge um, displacement of people from Africa into the European continent. And, you know, people displaced and uh, many of the cultures that we have today are due to that displacement. Um, But it's interesting, you know, to see how culture, you know, Siberians were displaced and they became Native Americans. Uh, They went across the Bering Strait. Europeans decided to uh, get away from what it was, the, uh, the oppressive king and embrace the enlightenment and the constitutional republic and uh, look for a place that they could, you know, <laughs> expand. And I know that, you know, religious freedom sometimes gets overhyped in that equation, but of course there are Puritans and plenty of pilgrims and by and large people that were looking for opportunity. What You know, whether or not it was, you know, <laughs> just to be able to worship and praise the way they wanted. Yeah, I'm sure that played into it. But uh, point being is that I'm not one of these people that is trying to hold on to um, this this current um, system, this the, the current structure, you know. Um, Jordan and Lebanon and Israel and Palestine and all of these countries, Syria, that are uh, very nearby, some affixed. Um, you know, in 1942, <laughs> they all became separate countries. And so some people embrace that system, and they've been trying to to uh, legitimize that since the 1940s, the creation of Israel, these states. And uh, people are trying to hold on to that culture right now. Um, um now, you know, people have been from the Mennonites to <laughs> the Templars. We could go throughout history. The people that have been vying for the state of Israel and the current state that we have uh, today, the sacrosanct state of Israel. Um, so anyway, um, Moon of Alabama notes that uh, there's this recent picture that was supposedly uh, an inspiration to the synagogue shooter. I mean, beyond all of the... Uh, debate about synthetic uh, created staged crises just looking at it from the psychological impact that um, is intended for the the onlooker if it is staged or if it's just the the managed uh, narrative that you're getting from the media um, this is you know what is playing out and um it brings uh, right brings us right back to uh, a way to you know there was a, a, a you know a, a weak string where we were talking about the the persecution of Christians saw the intercept it was actually uh, Glenn Greenwald uh, article that you know noted that there is this narrative there is this policy to not talk about Christian persecution only Muslim Christians. Uh, persecution um that is so prevalent today uh, especially uh in in media you know we can talk about the people that own the new york times and why that is and you know it doesn't take two and two to see that there is a uh a, a, co- a, a correlation with allegiance you know uh Juni- jewish liberal zionist owned uh it's owned by a jewish uh, family 
and of course they have their their own interest at heart so anyway they were really ashamed of this picture that shows uh donald trump with a yarmulke uh, being led by a guide dog that is uh none other than benjamin benjamin netanyahu with its star of david collar on him so uh, you know <laughs> it it definitely has i guess what people are now using all the time this word trope tropes which means figuratively um uh anti-semitic tropes um uh, take that for what it means uh you know when you look at the state of israel it has done everything possible especially the Likud party uh and the the, the right-wing uh evangelical kind of nutters i would say that continue to support uh, a, a war criminal and a uh, <laughs> a federal criminal, and that is Benjamin Netanyahu. He's used war, the threat of Palestinians, the external threat from all of the hostile states uh, in the Middle East, as a way to continue to legitimize his his uh, presidency. So uh, he's able. I think he's going to be able to form the coalition government, or that may have already happened, um, but. Is Benjamin Netanyahu uh, pulling the strings of the U.S. government? I think it's much broader than that, and there's plenty of horrible policy maker- makers like John Bolton and Mike Pompeo, and um, uh, I'm trying to think of her name. The head of the CIA escapes me for the moment. Doesn't matter. Another. She was one of the you know water borders. Um, you know Donald Trump, love him or hate him, has surrounded himself with. Uh, you know, war hawk neocons. Uh, we have a very blatant uh, uh, coup attempt uh, taking shape throughout South America with its uh, with its uh, radar, its target over Venezuelan oil. I mean, they're very open about wanting to. Uh, denationalize and privatize these industries for big U.S. corporations. And then, of course, we talk about, you know, these developments that are happening in Cuba. Of course, Obama wanted to to uh, uh, normalize relations with Cuba. Mike Pompeo um, basically threw uh, that policy out the window and said, look, we want uh, all these companies, all these U.S. corporations that lost money, that lost property, um, uh, repaid so putting more uh, pressure on uh, Venezuela through uh, you know uh, aggressive measures towards one of Venezuela's you know key allies internet provider uh, we talked about the undersea cables and all of that I think in one of the previous podcasts but anyway the back to the, the point here before I went on that uh, tangent the New York Times uh, went against its own policy, putting something that was politically incorrect out. And they did it because they hate Donald Trump that bad. That's why they put the yarmulke on the Presbyterian. No doubt about it. Quick break. We'll be back on the other side. It's Blacklisted Radio. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. 
The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Extend your life with Extendovite. When your doctor tells you you have bad cholesterol or blockages in the arteries, what do you do? When diet and exercise is not enough, we try medications and hope for the best. For the last two decades, I have been telling people about a natural method to help solve these problems and more. Extendovite can help maintain cardiovascular health and lower blood lipid levels in adults. The seven herbs in Extendivite are known to work together synergistically to get the results we hope for. There are many testimonials on Extendivite's effect on circulatory-related ailments. Get Extendivite today to start your journey back to a healthier life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or see us on amazon.com. Extend your life with Extend Alright, welcome back to Blacklisted Radio. You know, equating Donald Trump to being a Nazi, an anti-Semite, is something that a lot of people on the left do because it's it, it's intellectually bankrupt. It's easy to meme. It's easy to say he's racist. He hates black people. He hates he hates the poor. He hates anybody that isn't uh, rich and uh, you know a sucker. And you know maybe some of those those things are true. I I really don't know, and I don't really care when it comes to the you know the 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 personal feelings and uh uh prejudices of president's past 
I mean, you know, Richard Nixon said he didn't like the the FAGs, the faggots at Bohemian Grove. To quote him, don't be offended. That's what he said. So was he homophobic? Oh, probably. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, it doesn't really matter at this point. And that's why I just think that's low-hanging fruit. Then you have people like the New York Times that are willing to go outside of political correctness, doing something that they would no, under no condition would ever do, and that is playing around the, the taboo of the Jewish uh, state and Donald Trump. They wouldn't put a yarmulke on Barack Obama. They just wouldn't. I don't care what he did for Netanyahu. If he went over there and gave him a, you know, a trillion dollars, kissed the wailing wall, and you know, I'm not going to go there. But did much, much more to Netanyahu or for Netanyahu. Um, they still wouldn't put a yarmulke in any cartoon. They would not have homophobic pictures of Donald Trump grasping and uh, kissing. Uh, a shirtless Vladimir Putin. That would never fly under any condition ever. So um, there you go. <laughs> now, you know, that's why we've been very critical on U.S. policy. Uh, you know, I still think that the U.S. holds the purse, Congress holds the purse, and um, yeah, uh, there are plenty of people at APAC and uh, on K Street and, uh, you know, millions of people that you know u.s politicians placate to and the uh, jewish mafia in every sense of that that term are big power players but you know they're not def they're they're not uh building uh, space weapons they are not they're not at the forefront of the development of of power and that lies in the u.s you can say well you know oh, we can get into the debate but um uh, of who who is holding the leash in the, this this situation is it Netanyahu or uh, Donald Trump? I, I, but but you know the truth is they're bound to one another, um, just like uh, you know Donald Trump would be uh, much much cozier with Vladimir Putin and have a much more uh, positive Russia policy if the the, the Democrats uh, were not. Um, we're not opposed now. Uh, you know, Joe Biden has thrown his hat in for the 2020 race, and you know, questions about Hunter Biden and some of the things that happened in Ukraine and some of the uh, bad business, uh, criminal business that uh, U.S. tax dollars supported uh, is going to be an issue. You know, he is creepy, Joe. He's issued some some apologi apologies for entering people's personal spaces. Uh, you know, he's just he's just too close. He had too much love to give. We could go through all of the uh, things that might be thrown by Donald Trump, and that would be entertaining just to see what Donald Trump would say. Not that I think that you know the flavor of the Warhawks that are well-seated in the Donald Trump regime would be any worse or better than the people that, you know, Joe Biden would surround himself with and uh, create policy with. So, um, you know, when it comes to figuring out who would, you know, because Donald Trump's proven in that, you know, 
he talks a good game. I like Donald Trump. He seems like he's a good guy. He's got the small minded or <laughs> the small uh, uh, people, the small people, the little people uh, that they're interested hard. He talks a big game about America, but you know, and I, I think that many of those things, I think that he's genuine in his beliefs. I really do. I just don't genuinely believe that what he's doing is necessarily good. Um, some of the things I think are very good. Um, so it's hard, to, it's hard for me to really give it, you know, an assessment on Donald Trump uh, as a president uh, because he is bound by these institutions. He claims to go after the deep state, but you can't find many more people that are well connected uh, that are, you know, the the apparatchik of the the, the 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 deep state than the people in his own cabinet. So, um, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, you're 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 definitely um, controlled by your party by uh, many people and the media, which all have a major influence. Maybe less, you know, the mainstream media has less of an influence over Donald Trump. Uh, he, he's definitely not allowed to uh, necessarily wants to. I wholeheartedly believe that. I think there's a lot of things he would love to do, but it's just not a good time. Alright guys, quick break. On the other side, we'll continue right here on Blacklisted Radio. Stay tuned. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. there is an ongoing war right here in America? Are you aware that U.S. citizens have been classified as enemies of the state since 1933? Have you recognized that our entire government is really a vast network of interlocking corporations engaged in commerce? Look up Title 28, Section 3002. Tune in to In Defense of Humanity on Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time. Find out what's really going on and learn how to protect yourself and your family as flesh and blood men and women living in a corporate reality. The reviews for Extendivite are amazing. Here are some from Amazon. September 2018. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I've been using Extendivite for many years now. May 2018. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. March 2018. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. February 2018. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. 
Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. All right, welcome back. It's Blacklisted Radio. Right, join us in the chat room, blacklistedradio.com. I'm actually trying to get a picture of a house that's a project of mine on the Gulf Coast uploaded. I'll get that during the next break. I found it. I've uploaded it. I'll get the link into the chat room. So if you go there, you'll get to see all the, the paint work I got to do while uh, on vacation, on a mini, not really vacation. <laughs> getting to look at vacationers as I was painting. Uh, that's the uh, that's the uh, payoff. One day. That's where most people are. We're working and working towards something that may, maybe one day we'll, we will enjoy. Um, so um, I guess most people are on that march in one way or another. Marching towards retirement. Marching towards, uh, I don't know, a vacation home like Bernie Sanders. Marching towards something better people want something better and presidential candidate andrew yang understands this he's uh made headlines a lot of people are talking about it and i i guess it's worth talking about just because some of his philosophies i find interesting um the 44 year old uh, affable technocrat is a leading or is leading rather a whimsical presidential run. Andrew Yang uh, is uh, working with um, what he calls a direct technocracy, or the believes in a direct technocracy, um, and uh, he has what they call cutting edge brand, uh, a cutting edge brand of politics. Uh, he's got a litany of policy proposals. His policies include renovating abandoned malls as new public spaces, limiting smartphone use among children, reviving earmarks in the legislative process, making community college affordable, paying Americans who are moving to new areas for jobs. Um, and, of course, the toxic status quo that uh, feeds on cynicism, contempt, tribalism, and above all, dysfunction are, you know, trying to poo-poo him as this this dreamer, this guy that uh, is just out there. And I think, quite frankly, there are a lot of people, millions of people, 
that would probably appreciate this brand of politics and support many of his policies. Regardless of what I think about him, I think that a lot of people would support them. Um, when it comes to technocracy, when it comes to properly act, uh, you know, allocating resources in a smart and functional way, you know, there's two there's two uh, philosophies that are popularized uh, right now, and that is you know capitalism, and I use that with air quotes, uh, and that is the marketplace, you know, finding what is valuable, what is uh, desired. And providing that, um, and you know, people themselves determine this through their market transactions, through their purchases, through their pat- patronism, and you know, you have uh, you know something that can go as far, 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 far as um, the the Z-Geist movement, um, which I don't know how popular it is anymore, but uh, you know, there used to be a ton of people that um, thought that a computer could do a much better job when it comes when it came to governing with the the uh the delegation the allocation of resources uh the delegation of uh work uh figuring out the smartest best way to work something that would create all humans equal um um so so that no person can uh outgain another beyond what they they require and that's something uh much smarter than us would figure out what it is that we require <laughs> what we need you know you, you, i mean there's a lot of things i mean when you look at um just the massive amounts of pollution uh that that we are creating globally um you know it's a problem it's a definite problem. We move all over the country, building things everywhere, you know, tearing down forests and extracting resources because we don't like Detroit, but we need to move to Austin or we want to live in San Francisco and you know, people moving all over the place looking for work. You know, work could could come to them. We could somehow have a system where you know, have an equal distribution of uh, factories and jobs so that people wouldn't have to continue to consume to grow. We didn't have a Ponzi scheme <laughs> retirement system or uh, you know, a financial system that requires constant growth and the financialization of everything. You know, I think that those kind of things, I mean, philosophically, you know, would be awesome. I think that they'd be great if we could figure out a better way to do things because you know, a lot of things we do over and over again just because that's how we've always done them. And many people, uh, even when presented with a better alternative or something that's even, you know, uh, you know, I mean, just better, it, are immediately uh, inclined to reject it. So I understand it's hard for a lot of people to embrace some of these ideas but but none of these is damaging as the 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 war parties <laughs> the democrats and the republicans uh, n- none more damaging than uh many political ideologies that have come and gone throughout history i mean so you know the fear factor andrew yang he wants crazy stuff he wants an enlightened technocracy I would say that there's millions, if not billions, of people on planet Earth that would think that that's a good idea. 
no, you know, I'm I'm a skeptic. I'll be honest. I'm cynical. I don't have uh, contempt for new ideas. I just have contempt for people. You know, it's always somebody that doesn't have anything <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't create anything that uh, is telling me how I should. It seems like always, you know, <laughs> the guy that has the, the 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 strongest opinion, the vocal opinion that I get uh, is usually from people that feel disenfranchised um, because you know things haven't worked out for them. They they make excuses. Oh well, you know, I would do this, but 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 but. You know that guy or that gal that uh, always has a reason why um, things aren't working out for them. And those are the kind of people that think, you know, these systems are great, right? Because (laughs) rather than having to go out there and be a nice person and actually uh, win the day, I can go to my designated government job and do my mandatory minimum and go home and get my mandatory minimum check. And I think that those are the people that are most empowered by these ideas, you know. Um, and, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm i not full-on Darwinian, you know. Let the, <laughs> let the dumb people starve. I'm not that cold and callous, but I do think that, um, you know, people, if you, if you support humanity, if you believe in humanity, if you believe in a free society, should be able to do what they want to do freely, freely transact. You know, that's that's Americana. That's as American as American pie right there. Doing what you want, having a choice, like Coke and Pepsi, like Republican and Democrat, like KFC and churches. And if you want to get crazy, you might even go over to Popeye's and get you one of them biscuits. But, um, you know, that that's that's the... American way. This we have, we have lots of condiments. We like it our way. That's what that's what keeps us believing that we live in a free society because we have a variant of small choices that we get to make. Uh, when it comes to politics, I mean, you don't get a lot of choices because people like Andrew Yang, no matter how crazy he may sound, some of you and some of the policies uh, make you cringe. You know, to, to get your allotted money, you need a microchip. Blah 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 blah. You can see where it goes when it comes to the technocracy and figuring out what's the most efficient, best way to do things. That scares me to death. You know, somebody that thinks that what you're doing isn't isn't okay. Let's just grind everything that we can out of some person. Um, you know, it takes the humanity out of it. You become a robot. You know, you want robots? There's a there's a trending uh, direction, but I mean, I don't know. I mean. I, I know that a lot of people, you know, eat at McDonald's. I don't know how many of those people care that they're human beings there. I don't eat at McDonald's, and um, so I'm kind of indifferent as to whether there's a kiosk or a human being behind um, that 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 terminal there, that point of sale, getting your money, getting your digital cash or your Bitcoin. I'm kind of indifferent to it, um, just like I am to you know most partisan politics. That's why I think that. You know, Andrew Lang at least is getting some interesting ideas. You know, the government wants to help people transition, and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to move somewhere for a job, giving people an opportunity to get out of where they're at, I don't think that that's the worst thing in the world. I don't think it, you know, would would dip into the military budget very much. It wouldn't be one one thousandth of the 
military budget, but it may help a lot of people. It's always, you know, the devil's in the details. How do you figure out who gets that? It's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, something. It's it's ideas that are being put out there that I um, at least endorse. I endorse these these uh, campaigns because it, at least it kind of reaffirms to people. It gives the people um, a little inclination that there are choices outside of the two establishment uh, uh, media controllers, the Republicans and the Democrats. So um, I saw this. UCLA, Cal State, LA quarantine, quarantine students who cannot prove they had the measles vaccine. Did you hear about this? A quarantine order has been issued for hundreds of students and staff at two major Los Angeles universities, University of California, Los Angeles, California State University uh, of Los Angeles as well, UCLA, who may have been exposed to measles and either have not been vaccinated or cannot verify their immunity. So, you know, back in 1973 or 87 when I got my last booster, I mean, I don't know. I'm not carrying the paperwork around. I guess I would have been vac- uh, would have been quarantined. Would you have been quarantined? Can you find your measles, uh, your MMR uh, vaccine record? Who would you call? I would have to call my mom <laughs> or my doctor uh, posthumously uh, from the little Texas town I'm from. Hey, doc. They got me in a quarantine. They got an AK-40, or they, they got a, they got a SWAT team holding me here in a in a cage. I feel like an illegal immigrant here. Help, please fax the MMR record, please. Was in the U.S. military. They shot me up with a lot of stuff. Maybe they have a record of it. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> the uh, the L.A. County Department of Pel- Public Health officials. Uh, held a news conference to announce these quarantines. Um, 183 people were held against their will for not having their papers, for not being able to prove that they they uh, are are vaccinated. And this just kind of blows my mind, um, quite frankly. Um, When it comes to medical uh, tyranny, I think it often goes unnoticed or undiscussed but when it comes to a medical emergency really almost all laws the constitution um all legal norms are thrown out of the window he's got ebola (laughs) ebola Ah! you know one of the things that uh you know they'll shut down the city if you have ebola i mean and you're in dallas they'll have a non remember the the guy in dallas they were following him 24 hours a day and people we're freaking out about a potential outbreak of Ebola in this country, which just wouldn't happen. It doesn't contract that way. Uh, people wash their hands. It's it's not it's not as communicable as many believed, or you know, as as the government and the media hyped. You know, the media for an interest piece, and uh, the you know, obviously, pharmaceutical companies, um, you know bracing and being given unlimited funding to find the cure. Let me know how it's going for all those people in Africa. You know, we, we heard about these plagues of Ebola that was going to turn people into this zombie nation. Hasn't happened. You know, and I, I'm sure a lot of people uh, over here would say, well, that's because we vaccinated everybody. Good luck vaccinating billions of people. It's, it's, it's not turning into the plague because that's not what it is. Although if you look up some of the really crazy 
you know, things that are prevalent in the U.S. that we should all be worried about. Toxoplasmosis comes to mind, uh, and it's just one of many, many other parasitic uh, diseases that are flying through the border. Not that I'm, uh, you know, uh, South American phobic. My wife's Hispanic, and so are my children and Welsh and a lot of things. Truly Americana. <laughs> the melting pot of cultures have has culminated in my living room. And it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everybody's okay <clears throat> with their identity and everything. It's great. Um, but, you know, back to the story here. I mean, you know, to, to just think about that. Any kind of emergency. Uh, the... The, uh, the the medical tyranny, the the uh, government norms, the legal norms, uh, you know, it truly is a medical martial law where uh, you know the county and even public institutions, these colleges, which are you know partially federally funded, it turned into uh, camps for the moment for uh, eight hundred and uh, 53 staff, uh, out of which 46 were quarantined at uh, UCLA. So, um, let's see, 119, uh, la, 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 50 staff members and students uh, were there till Friday morning um, trying to, to prove this status. Um, you know, we've already heard, you know, in New York, they're trying to ban public gatherings of uh, people that have not vaccinated, you're not allowed to go into public. And, you know, my obvious critique is the vaccines are so effective and so great, then why are you worried about the people that choose to take that risk and sometimes fall ill to that that decision? If you're a Hasidic Jew, for whatever reason, religious or beyond, that you don't want to take a vaccine and you get measles which probably isn't the scariest thing. Are there complications? Do people die from it? Sure. Uh, but uh, we don't quarantine people for the flu, and many people die from the flu. Uh, you know, tens of thousands. I think over 20,000 people die in the U.S. every year from the flu or flu-related complications. We're not freaking out and quarantining people and putting them on the bus to Leper Island for that. Yet, yet, people. Uh. All right, quick break. We'll wrap it up on the other side. Close up the shop with the time for your final calls. 800-313-9443. It's Blacklist Radio. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you some from Amazon.com. This product is superb. I have been taking it for about a year now. And I can feel my cardiovascular system run like a Swiss watch. I definitely recommend this product for anyone that has high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and heart palpitations, A+. It's potent, but it works. I have been waking up for the past three years with numb hands, and a week into using Extendivite, my numb hands seem to have cleared up. My circulation was off, and now it's back on track. So I'm happy. I feel so energized, and I have my husband on it now. My mother-in-law has cholesterol problems, so I bought her a bottle as well. Thank you so much. Love the product. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. 
Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Welcome back. It's Blacklisted Radio. Food for thought. Do you want the government mandating you to take shots? It's in your own best interest. Why don't you demand that they make better shots, more effective shots? Of course, it's you that doesn't want to take the shot that is immediately the bad guy and the crazy person. If it's a religious exemption, more crazy nuts, the denial of science. You know, and there's many um, legitimate reasons outside of your fear for autism, no matter how justified or unjustified, according to they. They say it's unjustified. Uh, many others believe that there are all sorts of psycho, uh, not psycho, um, you know, neural issues that can develop from reactions to vaccines. But... Um, you know that's a debate for another show quite literally i'm not a scientist i'm not here to tell you to take vaccines i'm not like donald trump i'm not going to tell you to take that vaccine kids um i think it's really you know up to you as to what you do and you know if you're in a place where there's lots of measles and you have all sorts of you know people contracting i mean i think it's newsworthy you have lots of contractions of measles and maybe 
maybe worth looking at that MMR. If you have certain egg allergies, other uh, adverse reactions to vaccines, I don't know. You know, I mean, I think that the science, this is very, very unscientific, and I'm just putting myself uh, (laughs) out there by even delving into the topic because it's so taboo. You're not going to hear anyone I mean, the silencing of vaccine critics is deafening across platforms from GoFundMe to Facebook. There's a coordinated attack on anybody that has a non-sanctioned science, you know, to go against the medical tyranny. We've talked about this. That's kind of a reoccurring theme here. Um, uh, Is, you know, akin to quackery. It is akin to wanting, you know, being a dangerous person, wanting people to get sick i mean that is you know the the rhetoric that the vitriol that you know you hear on the television about this topic so even just talking about it is dangerous having opinion that's outside of the norm is uh it's financially devastating to you if you rely on independent media to support yourself something that i have to deal with all the time you know as far as um creating enough revenue to justify the blood and sweat that go into these shows into uh, the constant monitoring and curation of news content, finding stuff for people that they want to read and that I want to read primarily uh, is daunting and um, more and more avenues are uh, being cut off all the time. You know, we have a patron, uh, uh, button on the websites and uh, if you want to support this show and in independent thinking and I'm not telling you that they're safe or unsafe um, there's lots of people that will give you those opinions medical opinions and maybe pseudo medical opinions but um, the real issue the crux of it is that uh, when you've lost your decision um, you no longer are in control of your body you know you're not allowed to put things in it that you may want no matter how bad an idea it is whether it's a cheeseburger a joint or a vaccine that's not a choice anymore um you're not free quite literally all right guys we are out of here thank you all for tuning in please spread the show to people that you think would appreciate it thank you to ken our producer there at rbn who always tweaks and twists those dials keeping us uh, afloat and uh, support them as well. I'll be back next week for another live edition of Blacklisted Radio. Until then, take care. Don't regret growing old. It's a privilege denied to many. Heart disease is taking our youth from us. Young people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond are dying needlessly. One of the hardest messages I've ever had to deliver is to convince people that something natural like Extendivite should be taken as a preventative measure. I'm sure you heard an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Extendivite is that ounce. Take Extendivite for one year and see what your doctor has to say and how much better you feel. Herbs take time to address the problem. It took years of life to have a problem. Give Extendivite one year to fix a problem. Don't wait until it's too late. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com 
or visit us on Amazon. Extend your life with ExtendoVite. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.